0: So today's uh, gospel comes from Matthew 6, is 19 through 34. So would you pray with me? Almighty God, I come to you now as your servant, asking that the words that I speak this morning would not be mine, but they would be yours. Asking us, O God, asking you, O God, to fill me with your Holy Spirit asking oh god to open the ears and the minds and the hearts and the souls of those folks here today that they might receive your words fill me with your holy spirit that i would do your will and not my own in jesus christ's name i pray amen don't hoard treasure down here <laughs> where it gets eaten by moths <laughs> and corroded by rust or worse, stolen by burglars. Stockpile treasure in heaven, where it is safe from mouth, moth and rust and burglars. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is the place where you will most want to be and end up being. Your eyes are the window into your body if you open your eyes wide in wonder and belief, your body fills up with light. If you live squinty-eyed in greed and distrust, your body is dank, is a dank cellar. If you pull the blinds on your windows, what a dark life you will have. You can't worship two gods at once, Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. If you decide for God, living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't fuss about what's on the table at mealtimes or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There is far more to your life than the foods you put in your stomach and more to your out, outer appearance than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the birds, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, careless in the care of God. And you count far more than the birds. I, you know, the timing of this particular scripture could not have been better amen i mean here we are grocery stores even as we're sitting here today grocery stores are emptying out and you know it occurred to me i thought well okay this is just everybody you know being scared but then i realized no it's more than that because In our house, I don't know how you all do it, but Billy gets paid every two weeks, so we go grocery shopping every two weeks. So you buy enough groceries for what? Two weeks. Every two weeks. I don't know how folks are being able to spend the money they're spending to buy out the grocery stores, because we don't have money to buy for more than two weeks, amen? That means something else must be suffering. If they're spending all that money on toilet paper and hand sanitizer, and all of that kind of stuff, and of course, at the same time, not giving a thought that if they get it all, somebody next to them isn't going to get anything, shall I say that again, that if they get it all. The person next to him isn't going to get anything. And then here's this scripture. It's almost like God knew what the clock was going to be and what we were going to be faced with. It said, by the way, don't hoard stuff. Do what you need to do, but don't hoard stuff. Nobody needs a room full of toilet paper. Have you been looking at Facebook to see some of the? Some of the I mean people are having a riot with this, right? As far as the, the, the humor people. I uh, they had a picture of a bathroom that that the decoration of the bathroom is nothing but rolls of toilet paper. It had to be, I don't know, a couple hundred rolls of toilet paper, maybe a couple thousand. I don't know what it was. But I sat there and I looked at that and I thought, yeah, you know, this strikes me as the same thing when it comes to making money. How much money is enough money? How much money. Do you actually need to be okay in your relationship, are you ready, with God? So, I thought that that was well-timed, and I decided then that I wanted to do something a little bit different this morning, and that is to, to read you a story. You know, there's something about adults, we don't like stories anymore, do you, you notice that? You know, kids go to libraries and they get stories read to them all the time. And they just love it. So I thought that this morning, because of the crisis that we're in, that I wanted to send a reminder that fits right with this scripture that you heard today and what we're doing in Lent. How many have heard the story Stone Soup? I remember the first time I heard it. It was on Captain Kangaroo. Anybody remember Captain Kangaroo? Yeah. (laughs) You know, and they they had the little illustrations about the stone soup and how it was made. But this story, if you know it, you know that it fits with what we're talking about. And if you haven't ever heard it, then I ask you, open your minds and get ready to listen to a wonderful story. Once upon a time, a stranger rode their tired horse down a back country road on their way home. And it was a long journey. And it was late in the afternoon and the man was tired and he was hungry. And he came across the small village and he thought to himself, I'll get something to eat there and find a place for the night. And suddenly, the horse that he was riding tripped, throwing the stranger to the ground. And as he brushed himself off, and making sure that the horse was okay, he saw that the horse had stumbled over a rock that was sticking out of the ground. He walked over to it and he dug it out of the earth so that it would not trip anyone else. But it was a splendid rock. It was almost perfectly round and it was smooth and it was very beautiful and a stranger liked the rock, so rather than just throw it away, he put it in his saddlebag, and he climbed back up on his horse, and he continued on to the village. As the road passed the first house, the village people stopped and stared at him as he rode by. He waved to several of them, but nobody would wave back. And finally, he got off his horse, and he approached a woman standing in front of a small house. Good evening, he said cheerfully. Could you spare a bit of food for a hungry man? Now I want to stop here for a minute. Think about that and how that relates to today. Walk up to somebody's house, knock on their door, and ask them if they could spare a bit of food. The woman began shaking her head almost before he had finished his question. We have had a poor harvest here. We are worried that there is barely enough food for our family. I am, I am sorry. We have nothing to give you. And she walked into her house, shut the door, and you heard it lock. The man continued to the next house where a farmer was working on On his wagon and he says do you have a place at your table for a hungry traveler and the farmer looked at him and he said it hasn't rained for the last month before the harvest what little we have is for our children and at every home the stranger heard the same sad story the harvest had been poor there was not enough food to make it through the winter Everyone was very worried about themselves and their immediate family. Completely discouraged and very hungry, the man sat down under a tree in the village square. And he thought to himself, poor people. In a few weeks, they will be as hungry as I am. Suddenly, an idea hit him. He reached into his saddlebag And took out the stone and addressed the villagers. Gentle folks of the village, your worries are over. I have in my hand a special stone that will help take you through the long winter. This is a magic stone, and with it, you can make stone soup. Stone soup, old man repeated. I've never heard of stone soup. Stone soup, said a lady. That is just fake news. Stone soup. The wonder of stone soup, the stranger said, is that it not only feeds hungry people, but it brings people together. Now, who has... A large empty pot and quickly a huge iron pot was found and it was delivered to the stranger in a wheelbarrow the kettle is barely large enough but it'll do the stranger said (coughs) now we must fill the pot with water and start a fire eager hands carried buckets of water and firewood and soon the pot was placed over a roaring fire And as the water began to boil, the stranger dramatically raised the magic stone above his head, and then he put it in the kettle. Stone soup needs salt and pepper. And two children ran off to find salt and pepper. And after the water had boiled for a few minutes, the stranger sipped the brew This stew, stone, makes excellent soup, but it would be better if we had a few carrots. We have a few carrots that we're willing to share, the farmer replied, and immediately his daughter ran home and returned with an apron full of carrots. Too bad the harvest was so bad, said the stranger. Stone soup is always more tasty when we add a cabbage or two. I think I know where to find a cabbage, a young mother shouted as she dashed towards her home. And when she returned, she had three large cabbages. The stranger was busy slicing carrots in the cabbage with his hunting knife. You know, the last time that I made stone soup was at the castle of a rich man. And he added a few potatoes and a bit of beef. And several people began to talk quietly amongst themselves. A bit of beef and we could eat like rich people. They went home and soon returned with the only beef and potatoes that were in town. But some brought milk, onions and barley too. And by the time the soup was ready it was almost dark. But it was the most delicious soup they had ever smelled and to think It all came from that magic stone. And the stranger finally declared that it was done and invited everyone to have as much as they could eat. And after everyone had eaten their fill, some folk brought out their fiddles. Everyone began to sing and dance, and they continued till the wee hours of the morning. Never had the village had such a wonderful party. And the next morning, the whole village gathered to say goodbye to the stranger. As he mounted his horse, a small child called out, You forgot your magic stone! And the stranger smiled and said, No, I'm going to leave the stone with you as a gift of the gratitude for your hospitality. Remember, as long as you make stone soup, you will never have to worry about being hungry. And he rode off, and a grandfather put his arm around the shoulders of a young granddaughter and said, And do you remember the other bit of magic that the stranger promised when you make stone soup? Yes, she said. The stone brings people closer together. This morning, in the middle of this crisis, know the gentle spirit. And his 22nd anniversary is your stone soup. God bless you.